0: Hello, my name is Jim. Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us at BabyBoomerTales.com. Once you've arrived, there are links to our Facebook page, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. Thank you for riding along and sharing a little time together with me. When I was a kid, back in the mountains. Summer would start on Memorial Day. Sky was blue, pretty nice and warm. School's out, and the summer days are just starting. Nice dry weather. Get up about 72, 75 every day. Thunderstorm come rolling in the afternoon a little, rain a little, then clear out and be beautiful. Nice, crisp summer evenings. Might have to squat a few mosquitoes. But it's beautiful and nice. Never had air conditioning in my house when I was growing up. Never had it in my car. First time I remember air conditioning was they built a 7-Eleven back in the early 80s. There in the town I was raised in. And I'd go in there and you could definitely feel the air conditioning. felt cold. It really wasn't necessary. Fall would start after Labor Day and almost immediately we started getting frost, wipe out any flowers that were growing. Nights were actually cold, have to wear a pretty heavy jacket. You always knew when it was fall because school started and the fair starts, run for about a week up there, and then they'd have hunting season. All these thousands and thousands of orange clad people come trying to bag themselves a mule deer or an elk. The aspens would turn golden way early probably the first of October maybe a little earlier and the mountains and the hills would be streaming gold as beautiful a sight as a person can ever see. The road through the park usually closes sometime late September and the days get colder and colder. Falls are beautiful up there and they lasted till Halloween. On November 1st, winter always started there. Start getting lots of snow, but it clear off and be nice and have a little Indian summer once in a while. But it'd get colder and colder, get more and more snows, right through Christmas. My grandma always said the coldest week of the year was always around Christmas, but I always disagreed. When I remember the 40 and 50 below, zero nights and early mornings, it seemed to always take place in February. By that time, winter was starting to really drag on, snow up to your armpits, and too cold to really enjoy anything. But the beauty of that country is up there, the weather's so dry that on a nice sunny day, you can go skiing in your short-sleeved shirt. It's just amazing that the temperature may be very cold, and yet you're out there in the sun, warm as can be. And then the end of March approaches, and April, and the first half of May, and we always called that mud season, while the rest of the world have flowers and blooming trees. Everywhere you step there, you would be stepping in a cold puddle or a muddy bog, it's really an extension of winter, although you could almost call it a fifth season, that mud season, and it seemed to last forever. A lot of folks have chosen to leave that country for a couple months and try to avoid that at all costs, for where the rest of the world is enjoying nice spring weather, all you see is dirty snow and mud and gray skies, and you really wonder what you doin' living there. And then we have our spring. It starts about the fifteenth of May and runs right on to Memorial Day. Two strong weeks if I ever thought anything was shorter in my life, I'm not sure what it was. Spring in the Colorado Mountains is very unlike spring in the rest of the world, I do believe. Finally, the lakes and the rivers lose their ice, and the aspen trees gain their leaves. The weather is still cold, and you may get a snow, sometimes a foot or two, right there in the middle of May. It's a time of celebrating, if nothing else, that you survive the mud season one more year. Looking so forward to the beautiful summers. Everything's new, and everything's wonderful. 8,000 feet above sea level, the air is so crisp and dry, you can see a billion stars at night, and the sunsets are like no other. Everything is renewed when the 15th of May comes, and we celebrate the spring. And then we hit Memorial Day, and summer, sweet summer, the most beautiful place on Earth in the summer has finally come again. Now for a new segment called How Do They Make That? How do they make glass? When I was a kid I always heard it was made out of sand. I really couldn't figure that out at all. How do you make glass out of sand? Well sand is made up of silicon dioxide and when you heat it hot enough it turns into a frozen liquid is a good term for it, but you have to heat it up to 1,700 degrees Celsius and that translates to 3,090 degrees Fahrenheit to all of you that live in the good old USA and don't understand Celsius whatsoever. Glass making dates back to at least 3600 BC, so all those movies you see of Cleopatra hanging out in her palace with the wide open windows. You wonder how come the bugs aren't eating her alive. Just know that she had glass in those windows. What a novel idea. I had no clue. I wonder if those people living out on the prairie in frontier days had glass windows. Maybe they did. Changes everything for me. Here in Kansas, spring comes right around March 20th the skies are gray the weather's cool and eventually the crocus come out the little purple flowers the bravest strongest smallest of the flower family tough little guys I'll tell you what they get snowed on and blowed on and frosted on and eventually the daffodils come out pretty yellow and cream daffodils Later come the trees, the redbud trees, the tulip trees, the pear trees. The red buds have those little purple flowers all over them. The tulips have the big flowers blooming away. And the pear trees with their bonnets of white. The days are warming and the wind blows, sometimes from the cold old north, others at times from the warm south and the Gulf of Mexico. The irises bloom and the spirea bushes bloom out and touch the ground. Severe weather is always a threat and we always have to be ready for severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. There's usually lots of rain. I've seen it rain nine inches all at one setting in several hours. It's like someone's pouring a bucket of water over your house. But those thunderstorms, with the thunder rollin', and rollin', and shaking your house are very fantastic. You just hope the hail doesn't come and wipe out everything standing. The grass grows fast and all of a sudden you're mowing grass a couple times a week. When the middle of May shows up, you probably already have your air conditioner on. Trying to get the humidity out of the house of nothing else. Spring is a beautiful time in the Midwest but right around the corner is good old summer. When I moved to Northeast Kansas 33 years ago, people would ask me, how could you ever leave the beauty of the Colorado mountains? I would always say without hesitation because they had nine months of winter. And here we have all four seasons. Well, that was a little bit inaccurate by my little timetable I gave you today. First of November through mid May is only six and a half months of winter. That includes mud season, but I cannot put that onto spring. As glorious and wonderful as winter is, it is very long, and I have to tack that mud season onto the end of winter. Then we have three months of summer between Memorial Day and Labor Day. And it is indeed the best place I know to spend the summer. And we have two months of fall between Labor Day and Halloween. And fall is very pretty. And you can get some wintry weather, but you can also get some very, very nice, beautiful times to celebrate the fall. And then you have your two wonderful, glorious just perfect weeks of spring who could ask for anything more springtime is a very busy place around here grass starts growing so much you got to cut it every three or four days as i've stated before my yard is quite large and it does take hours to mow it so i'm busy doing that a lot have to prune up some of the trees these hedge trees around here want to droop down. And so every spring I go around and anything that is going to jeopardize me running into a branch or going to skim the top of the cab of my pickup truck as I drive under it, I go and I cut those limbs off. This spring I cut a big limb off towards the backyard. My backyard faces my front field. I don't know if you can get your head around that, but my front yard faces away from the road a quarter mile up the way. And so this branch was about a foot in diameter that I cut down. It took a while to do it, and when I was limbing it up, trying to cut some of it up into firewood, somehow as I sawed one of the branches that was being held against the ground, it caused that sucker to kind of pop up, and it rolled over on me. I threw my saw out of the way and got knocked over by the branch, and when it was all said and done, I, Got up, and I had a couple little wounds, but I was okay. I guess I curled myself up into the fetal position as a defensive mechanism. I don't even remember doing it, but I remember that's how I ended up. I probably looked pretty funny doing it. Got to weed eat the pond, get the boats out, set them down there on the dock, trim up all the old rose bushes so they can start afresh anew. My wife's planting flowers, putting mulch on the flowerbeds. I'm having to dig out the old grasses so she can plant new ornamental grasses there at the doorways. We might take a break and go fishing in the spring. Those fish are really biting. I just caught a, about a three-pound largemouth bass the other day. We caught a bunch of bluegill, some crappie, several bass. Bring the hoses out. Grade the driveway from the little ruts that might have accumulated during the winter. Walk back towards the lagoon and make sure everything is okay. Pick up branches and all that stuff that the winter has caused. I do believe that northeast Kansas is a very beautiful place. We have rolling hills, lush grass, beautiful ornamental and large oak and maple and elm trees, it's a very beautiful place, but I would have never known much about it except that circumstances caused me to leave my beautiful home in north central Colorado mountains, the place where my roots were dug in so deeply, I really didn't think I could survive a transplant, and yet I did. No matter what your circumstances in life, always look and see the areas that you are blessed. It may surprise you. Thank you for riding along today. I always appreciate the company. Here in a minute we'll stop the old forward motion. You can get off. Meet you back here next Wednesday. Kindness is more important than practically anything you can ever participate in. Never forget to be kind. Peace out.